Raditz would have been a way better dad than fucking Goku, man. I'll My tell you, Raditz, you're a bugging. <laughs> Goku was barely around, right? You look at him, he's like, yeah, sure, he was carting him around. Mind you, the day that Raditz shows up, right, is the day that Goku decides to introduce everybody to you know his child and shit. Even the All way right? Raditz held that nigga was way more yeah. fatherly and gentle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What up, everybody? It's the Well-Spoken Token coming at you again with another episode. Yo, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for clicking the link today. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Yo, I hope that you're having a blessed, wonderful, fantastic, filled, and awesome day. Fulfilling, if you will. Hey, wherever you are, whether you're driving down the highway, flying to the moon, climbing the mountains of Mount Everest, you know I'm so happy to have you here today yo so you know i've got my brother with me say what up to the people bro hey what's up everybody i hope you guys are well that's what i'm talking about short and sweet short and sweet welcome back to another episode of the well-spoken token podcast man i'm super excited to be here i gotta ask you know i always check in with brother at the beginning of the pod yo how has life been with you bro uh it's just been all right i guess um you know uh, we're, we're in the middle of moving and i'm also getting ready to fucking go underway for a couple of weeks so uh yeah it's been real annoying yeah um, you said what i said yeah that boy getting ready to move around man that's gonna be crazy i'm gonna miss you man yeah miss yeah you. yeah whatever all right nigga. um we've been uh posting a lot of shit to uh like buy nothing groups and all that other shit niggas have been in and out the house kind of taking shit that belongs to me that i gave away <laughs> i gave away uh the base i gave away the base uh oh, today literally like 20 minutes ago hold on that base is like 13 years 13 years old in the fam no hell no what the fuck are you talking about i thought you were, i thought you were, oh no that's a green that's the guitar yeah the green base i got that at the yeah. flea market in uh yeah, yeah, yeah. got you got you yeah, i was gonna say i was like hold on with the old base yeah 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 <laughs> played it one last time i was like all right uh to a new family did you put the head against the wall and then just kind of thumb and throw? No, nah, nigga, I'm not in the hood no more, nigga. <laughs> I can play real. I'm okay. Baby. I have an amp, nigga. I, I don't have to fucking poke it against the wall and let the vibration be the amp. Yeah, you gotta play a little wall bass. Little Damn, bass. <laughs> little wall bass. That was a good. That was a decent era. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was a good era, I guess. I ain't got no chords, no amplifiers, and nothing. I'm just gonna go ahead and practice my basing up against this wall. And that vibration is gonna take me to new heights. Everybody in the house gotta feel this. Y'all niggas is gonna love uh what was the name of the band? Machia, whatever the fuck. We don't gotta talk about it. <laughs> yeah, bass times, man. Learning bass. Yeah, learning the bass. I'm still not good at that. But yeah, so you gave away a bunch of shit these week this last like weeks or two. Yeah, yeah gave away a bike, gave away uh gave away the BMX? No, 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 no. Nobody got that yet. Somebody might take it, but we'll see. It's posted though. Yeah. Yeah, and the buy nothing groups are crazy cuz niggas will be on the buy nothing joint and they'll give you a sad they'll give you a sob story about like, "Oh, you know, I just lost my fucking <laughs> <laughs> my dog just lost his leg and I need those bar stools <laughs> he can only get mad hops he can't get regular hops no more so in order, to, in order for him to sit with me he gotta jump on the bar stool yeah. my poor dog I need these why the fuck I don't yeah. need an explanation as to why you need to buy something from me, I right? don't but it's like it's a buy nothing so like niggas are trying to get preferential for treatment cause the shit's free 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I believe in like, you know what I mean? If I got something, you know what I mean? The ultimate karma is to give it away. Yeah, I mean, give it to somebody who's going to enjoy it. I wanted to give it to somebody who was like a kid or like a black person who wanted to learn yeah. the bass. I'm like, yeah, man, here, this is a good starter bass. It's not that great. Yeah, it's going to take care of you while you're getting it in, man. Your, I learned to play and about something about as bad as this, about as good. Did you give him the amp too? Yeah, I gave him the amp. Oh, damn. They got to come up. <laughs> yeah, they, they came up. They came up. Somebody probably yeah. just going to sell it. Yeah, I was about to say, did it just go to a, a like another musician or a nigga that was going to take it straight? To I don't it? know. The nigga, he seemed like he might play something, but I don't know. <laughs> it, it, he was given. I'm about to sell this. <laughs> he was like, hey, look, man, I got on this to do a, a trade up. man. Right. I need a hundred dollars for this. Yeah, right. I mean, you're not gonna get a hundred dollars for that base. You probably get like seventy five. Oh no, but that's what I'm saying. Seventy five is way closer to a hundred than nothing. Yeah, it's twenty five short. I can come up with. I can come up with twenty five. Twenty five is way easier. <laughs> Asking somebody for a hundred dollars is like twenty five is like. Oh, you know what, man? I was gonna spend that on a bullshit ass lunch. Yeah, right. I was gonna go to Chick Fil A and spend half of that. Here you go. Right, right, right. Nigga, I'm trying to get that new Hogwarts legacy, man. Give me your base so I can trade. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm trying to go ahead and do the Glock of the Vidra. A Vidra Kadabra. I don't know. A, Gl- a Vidra Kadabra, whatever. Gives a <laughs> Vidra fuck. Trying to put some bodies on the motherfucking board, man. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Make we both know nothing about Hogwarts Legacy, so we can move on. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm trying to do a uh, wizard drill music, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, which is just UK drill. UK drill. I was just saying, <laughs> they already don't talk about guns. So yeah, that was, it's wow. Yeah, we just sticks has now become wands. Yeah, right. Stick. Well, no, we're not doing another. We're not doing another one. We're not doing another UK. Not drill another bit. UK drill thing. I'm just thinking about the bars about going to all. all yeah, no, nah, we we can pass on. We can move on. <laughs> Phoenix corn horror core. All right, all right, enough. I'm sorry, but uh, that's wild because I've been giving shit away. Like I'm, I'm in the process of moving as well over here, and I'm just keeping everything and throwing that shit right in the garbage. Mm. A big box of cups, and I'm just like this shit doesn't even get used I, I i use all like of six cups in the crib i do not need fucking 40 cups right, there's only two people in here there's a nice shirt you got there nigga oh yeah nigga yeah you know shout out appreciate you man shout out seven hearts man i love you guys you know when i say that's a nice shirt it's not to uh it, it's not to make you be like oh thanks man for getting the shirt no nigga i'm just 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 plug the shirt don't plug me plug the shirt how often can i say a thank you oh no like i say thank you because i, I didn't buy the shirt Yo, we got a brand to run, nigga. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Seven Hearts, man. Y'all make dope content. Y'all make awesome apparel. Look at this bomber, man. She looks fantastic, man. Look, it's, it's so damn good. Also, with the emblazing Seven Hearts over the hat, you know, uh, I just had to come out here. Beautiful sizes, size charts, real big nigga body all day. Yeah. I'm just saying these niggas make great shows. Pretty great bad clothes. at it. Pretty bad at it. But it's okay. Fine. We'll get you some real ad reads one day. Oh damn, that's crazy. He said, "Fuck you and that ad read." You know, it was, like, it was hey. just not. It, it was not cohesive. But it's all oh, right, nigga. No, excuse you know me. me. Okay, hey, check out Seven Hearts. Go. go <laughs> all right, wait, wait, wait. Check out Seven Hearts. Go check them out on Instagram, man. You can check out all their all their catalogs. Check out the link in their bio. You can buy all of these awesome clothes, apparel. You see me in a lot of their clothes and shit. They are affordable and they are pretty good about their shipping. Shout out to you guys. We always love rocking your shit, especially on the show. All right. Bro, that's better. 
Yeah, that's better. Them niggas yeah, actually support us. They're real good niggas. They really so. do. They're really good people. I'm sorry. Excuse me. You got the real deal ad read all the way up. Yo, I'm yeah. not a paid actor. I'm here really supporting the shit. I wear this outside. Y'all got a couple joints. And when I walk out in the crib, like I walk out the crib, motherfuckers be like, oh shit. Hey, is that Sora at 7 Eleven? That's, that's not Seven cool. Hearts. Hey, that's crazy. Is that black? <laughs> you got Black Gara, Killua, and Gone, nigga. Yes, I was about to say. And I was also Black Bulma. This is also dope. Mm. Anytime I'm looking for a night skin shirt, I'm coming over to them. Mm. If I got to call them night skins at all. Mm. <laughs> but nah, man, in the process of all this moving and shit like that, I'm actually, you know, when you start moving shit down and you got to like start picking out your entertainment for the day. It's like, all right, look, some of this shit got to go in a box. So what's going last, right? Do we put the PlayStation in the box? Do we put the Xbox in the box? Like, what are we going to do first? So in the process of all that shit, I was like, man, hold up. I'm going to go ahead and start packing up these motherfucking books. And in the process of the books, I found a bunch of our, excuse me, a bunch of our manga collections. And I forgot that I had bought Boruto. Mm. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that I bought board. I need to catch up because I had let the shit kind of build up and shit like that. So I went and I jumped online. I jumped on Viz and I looked and I was like, OK, the last three chapters, I can watch a couple of videos to catch up. And as soon as I got the last, I was like, all right, cool. Watch the videos. And I jumped in, read the last three chapters. Nigga, did you know that we're getting ready for the Boruto Shippuden arc or whatever they're going to call that? Whatever they're going to call it. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, I heard about it. I yeah, haven't followed cool. Boruto closely. So, yeah, I mean, it seems cool. I'm kind of I'm I'm so invested in Kishimoto and like what he's putting out and shit like that. So I like Kishimoto took over Boruto. Yeah, he's well Kishimoto been been back. Oh okay, I didn't know. Yeah, like he he been back for like the manga for like uh, since the the Ishiki fight, like when Baryon mode and all that shit like that. Mm. He's been back for a good bit now. Well, go so fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's why we're getting like, you know, the light novels and different shit like that. It was like, this nigga's back and he's really kind of trying to push the content. And now we're here at the portion where like a lot of people didn't really get super into Naruto until after the time skip, right? They were like, oh shit, well, let me go. And they go back and like check out the rest of the shit. I think it's going to be the same with Boruto. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like spoilers for Boruto, but I mean, anybody that started the anime or read the first one, they know that at the very beginning, we start in the future, technically. Like we have like a semi-grown like Kawaki and a semi-grown like Boruto and they're kind of going head to head and it's very ambiguous you don't necessarily know like what this shit is going down and what the fuck fucking Kawaki's talking about is like is Naruto dead is he not and we've got it confirmed again spoilers like a motherfucker for Boruto but we got to confirm that uh, what's going on with Naruto is he's been placed in another dimension right where he well him and Hinata have been placed in another dimension he say it like that Hinata yeah, well, since when do you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to. Tokyo Avengers got you saying it like that? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I was like, wait, I think I'm. Nigga, you started on the dub. Nigga, quit being weird. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hinata. Excuse me. But uh, yeah, so Hinata. Uh, yeah, I guess I keep saying. But Hinata uh, and Naruto both end up in a, a different dimension where they don't age and they don't need to eat. Right. And they're just like sent there by Kawaki. Because that nigga. What do they be doing? What they do? I don't know. Like, so that ass, here's what goes on. Like, right. At this point, you know, we've had a severe power down of Naruto and Sasuke, right? Like they both, they both. Yeah, one nigga lost the eye and the other nigga just don't have nine tails no more. So they basically regular. It's a a bit power down. It's still, they're still very powerful. Probably the strongest like motherfucking ninjas in the goddamn village. But essentially what's gone down is that now the two new most powerful motherfuckers around are Kawaki and Boruto, right? There's the only two niggas that can really deal with this, like most of these bad situations. Kawaki 
is so grateful to Naruto for like basically being a dad figure. This nigga was like, I was traumatized and beat off for all my whole life. And then this nigga showed me some love and compassion. Let me call his son as my brother and called me his second son. And now I'll do anything for that nigga, even die. And I was so worried about this nigga dying because he's like, basically, every ninja up to this point has just been a nigga that's going to die early. They have short lives. They don't live long because they're always throwing themselves at shit that they're technically not like capable of dealing with. He's like, I was raised to be a killer. I'm not a ninja. I'm technically a killer first. I've just learned the ninja way. And he's like, rather than fucking deal with having to lose you, I'm going to seal you away. And the big thing is because. Boruto has Momoshiki inside of him, like, you know, parallel yeah, yeah. Naruto and fucking the Ninetales, right? And Momoshiki's like, yo, Boruto, one day you're going to slip up and I'm going to fucking take over your psyche. When you like, when you're, when you're at your lowest point, you got to retreat in your psyche. When you're sad as fuck, I'm going to take over you because your will will be like fucking weak and shit. I'll take it over and I'll fucking take everything you love. And Kawaki's like, mm, that's bad. I, I hate Otsutsuki. And Boruto's like, I don't like that shit either. And he basically tells Kawaki, he's like, hey, if shit goes down, just kill me. Ice me. Like, just go ahead and do it. Cool. And at, at one point a month or so ago, again, spoilers. Kawaki did it, and everybody was like, oh, shit, he killed him. And then Momoshiki's like, nah, fuck that. He resurrects Boruto. And it's like, okay, Kawaki basically looks at that as like, a, uh, this is eventually going to happen again. Like, you're going to fucking lose control. This nigga's going to drop everybody. And if he kills Naruto, I'm going to be fucking upset. Like, I'm going to be hurt. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to go on a rampage. So he said, fuck that. He uses his newfound abilities, locks Naruto and Hinata away, uh, <laughs> locks Naruto and Hinata away in the fucking, uh, the spatial realm and shit where they yeah, yeah Sukuyomi, but not that yeah well i mean like the <laughs> he has uh he has ishiki's powers like yes yes yes, yes. once again Sukuyomi, but not that exactly right you, uh, can, you can try to explain that shit to me i'm always be like yeah the other thing that's like that it's, it's more like kamui but like you know right it goes to a different dimension you hold them there but blah 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 so yeah that's the whole thing and now i'm looking at boruto and i'm like that's crazy because at this point you got your homeboy he's sealed away your dad right and he's his whole objective is to kill you. I'm thinking about the fact that now Boruto has to go from adolescence, like because he's only like 12, like he's like 12 or 14 here. Uh, he's going to go from adolescence into adulthood without like a figure to like kind of be around. Like uh, at the end of the chapter, like essentially Sasuke shows up kind of like to put as as like a semi equalizer to the situation. And it's like pretty wild, the, the drop off. But I was just thinking, I was like, God damn, this nigga's got to go. Like he had a dad. He, he fucking regretted, like not regretted having a dad, but he resented his father for like a great deal of the fucking anime. And now that nigga gone. And I'm like, damn, that's a hell of a parallel. And I just started thinking, I was like, I wonder if Kishimoto is going to dive deep into like the feelings of that nigga and how he's going to like like how is this evolution how is he going to stop himself from going into this dark place where he's going to be taken over with like all of this turmoil and shit very exciting his talk no jutsu ain't nearly as strong as his daddy's like i'll just say that mm. but big shit's happening in boruto man and big shit is happening here man i i i hate to i hate to ramble on for a bit there but yeah no um, no you did just did basically give a boruto summary and i'm like okay where's he going i like boruto man i love that shit but I was like, uh, the reason I even went back into it, because uh, I've been diving into a bunch of old anime and a bunch of old things, because like now Boruto an old anime. I mean, not anime. <laughs> it's not old anime. I mean, it's been out for a couple of years. I've, I've been diving into a bunch of anime and things like that of my like that. I wasn't like really keeping what up. What are the with. things like that? I'm sorry to keep shitting on you like this. But oh, what no, are the you're things good. like that? So I, I went back. <laughs> 
<laughs> you say things man. like that. I'm like, things okay, like that. What the fuck do you mean? So I was reading like uh, I went back and started like rereading Dragon Ball. Right. Like I was like, let me go ahead and go all the way back and like drag. Well, not Dragon Ball, but Dragon Ball Z, because mm-hmm. it was like the start of Goku's like fatherhood and shit where he's like he's, he's dealing with Gohan and the like opening series and shit. And kind of like the fact that we don't necessarily know how those opening years of like Goku and a newborn went. And I was like, looking at that shit. And then I was also going back and I was looking at like fucking uh, Hunter Hunter. I was like, oh, let me check this shit out again. And I was like, damn, like, look at going, like living his life with a single mom and shit. That'd be wild. And I was like, what do all of these niggas and me have in common now? It means I'm having a motherfucking son. Ah, that shit's crazy. I'm a goddamn dad now. Well, not a dad now. I'm about to have a son. I'm about to have a son in June, y'all. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so big crazy. Wow. wow, big reveal. Oh my god. Brr, brr, brr. Brr, brr, brr. I thought I was gonna level up. I really I, I wish I could experience the same uh feeling that some members of the audience might be feeling like, oh shit, this nigga oh, about shit. to have a kid. That's so great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hi, baby. Yeah. Having a son. God me a child. My I'm just saying that was something that I was very like uh, excited about. That was like, actually the first thought process that I actually had, man. Because not to be morbid or something. Your like that. first thought was my dick works. Yes, because mm. <laughs> when I found out like the, that I was having like a child, right, a baby. The first thought was I was like, oh shit, my dick works. Because you know, pops went to the grave like joking around with me about the fact that my dick didn't work. He's like, by the time I was your age, I had three children, and I was like, damn, yeah, dad, you were 22 when you had me. And then 25 when you like, well, 24 when you had what, Wody? And then motherfucking me. is <laughs> <laughs> not giving a fuck today. Right, and then he was 26, 27 when he had motherfucking, no, he was like 20, yeah. When he had villain, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27, 28, yeah. He was like 28 when he had villain. And I was like, God damn, nah, man. I'm 30 years old. And we found out, blam, 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 blam. You Shut found out when you were 30. You found out. Oh, you did find out when you were 30. But they were, the kid was probably conceived like before. Oh, no, definitely. Definitely conceived yeah. before. I found out like three days after I turned 30 that I was like, three days after I turned 30, I found out I was having a baby, man. I was like, oh, you know, usually with us, it's never a situation to be worried about that kind of shit because she's got a lot of like, you know, issues, body stuff like that. And uh, so we were like very worried. Do you think that we were ever going to be able to have children without like medical assistance? Mm hmm. And so it was very crazy out the blue when she looked at me and she was like, hey, I think we should take a test. It's been like two, three months. And I was like, well, that's pretty normal. But I mean, she's like, yeah, but like three months. And I was like, okay, whatever. Cool. You mean there might be a baby in there? And I was very excited. I was not as scared as I thought I might have been. And then I mean, she you did. are almost, you are 30. <laughs> So. Yeah, I know, right? And I was like, oh shit, I'm 30 years old. I'm pretty much like at the point where I'm I'm pretty much figured. I pretty much figured out where I'm at as far as like life goes. I know that like I have to work hard. I know I've got to put shit together. I'm not very like worried about how to do shit, which is I think a big like issue with a lot of new parents. It's like, well, how do I do this and how do I get that? I was like, at this point, I'm 30. I've pretty much understood. Like I've built, I've been around children. Like I'm, I've been uncleish before. Like it's never a situation of like, oh god, a kid. So once we got the actual confirmation, went to the doctor and shit. 
I didn't actually start getting anxious probably till like the third month in. Nigga. I was like, oh shit. Cause that's when I started looking around in my environment going, ugh, ugh, I need more room. I need more space. Oh my God. I need less toys. <laughs> I need less toys for men and more toys for small children. <laughs> like it was, uh, it was, uh, uh it's humbling. It's, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I, I again, I, one thing that I thought I was going to do is I thought I was going to be immediately tears. I thought I was going to cry like right off the bat. I did not. I was not a. Uh, I was not actually like tearful because again, this was just like a baby growing. I was like, okay, cool, it's it's happening. I'm very excited. I don't think I actually cried until uh, they gave me this motherfucker right here. Yeah, you know, I got motherfucking me ultrasounds and shit. Yeah, there we go. Is uh, I'm a boy. This is uh, can we get? Are we going to get dinged for this? Because it's in the womb. Because you have a fucking ultrasound, nigga. You're yeah, fine. no, because I have an ultrasound. And it's a picture of my son's penis. Let me check the time period. It's usually <laughs> in the first eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. They get to fucking. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, here's my here's my son's dick. That's weird. All right, let me that take very weird. Out. Yeah, no, here's my it's fine. A, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, there it this is. Right, right here. Yeah, you see is that, that the thing that looks like a dick? Yeah, that thing right there. Okay, that well, that's right great. There. I didn't know that you were on this feet, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a flip, man. That's my son's whole penis. Like, uh, but no, I was again. We I mean, were, everybody like, looked big from a distance. <laughs> 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 yo, yo, nigga, uh, yo, shit, nah, man. Because like, look, it was such an ordeal that day, man. Because you would just come down, like you would come down again to visit and shit, right? Yeah, and I remember. We're going in for our little ultrasound. And uh, it was like, okay, cool. We're having an ultrasound. I doubt we'll find out the gender, but we might. <clears throat> we go in, they start poking around. We're in there for probably like 15, 20 minutes. And little man is just like tumbling and turning. It, at the time, I didn't even know who was a little dude, but he was flipping around. He was the grimace. <laughs> Millie Vanilli dreadlocks. No. <laughs> Jose, I'll never do ass with Jose Canseco again. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so he's moving away from this thing. He will not like sit still so she could check him out, right? So we're like, okay, fine. Does everything look okay? Are they growing fine? They're like, yeah, they're big. Like they're they're growing like like almost a week bigger <clears throat> than you're like projected. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's what's up. And I was like, big big baby. We leave, right? We leave. We pull off as we're pulling down the road to turn out like one of the tires. You don't need to do car. this right now, nigga. Just keep talking about the kid. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I was just saying they they basically uh we had a little like minor emergency. We had to come back. They called me back in. The lady was so just like ecstatic about trying to find out the gender. She was like, Hey, look, I went to lunch, I went to physical therapy. You want to come back in? We could try to find this gender. And uh as soon as she as soon as she called us back in, we were like, we rushed back. We got a ride back because our car was fucking up. And we went, we got back in there and swear to God, she laid back on the table. And within like five minutes, she was like, voila, that's, that's your boy. And I'm like, and as soon as she said, that's your boy, I just started fucking bawling. My nigga, I was like, oh my God, I'm having a fucking son. You know, the same year that my, my pops passed, the same year that I'm turning 30. Like there's, this is crazy, God. Like, thank you so much. This is, uh, an insane revelation like I, I i get an opportunity to do the thing that like i told people like i just told people that the thing that i really 
in deep and down inside my fucking soul wanted to do for the like my entire life. I wanted to be like a father. Yes, I want to do podcasts. Yes, I wanted to do radio. Yes, I want to act. But like there's a part of me that like feels fulfilled and like not just fulfilled, like there's just a deep desire to to look at a little motherfucker that was made for me and like raise them and show them all the love and the and the care and the fucking enthusiasm that my parents showed me when I was young. Like I know I talked a lot of shit about like my childhood and crazy shit but at the same time like i had a beautiful time i had a really good time nigga. like i mean you were there nigga like yeah you, i was there yeah yeah, yeah you, there. you were there nigga. you had a great time and so i'm like yo i get right. i get to fucking try <laughs> <laughs> it was all right, it was right. Yeah, i get to try to do this and take all that and then make it better like i get to try I, and then I just fucking I, I couldn't stop. I was like, yeah, oh, was it's okay, I was crying. Me and the fucking I, I I held up like the the sonogram lady. She was like, give me a hug. I was like, oh god damn, thank you. Did big you wear deodorant that day or what? Ah uh, shit, I probably fucking dirty body on her ass. Or nah, literally, I literally had cats. So <laughs> no, nah, she was probably, she just got done with physical therapy. She had a like a broke wrist. She was sweaty. She was good. <laughs> You don't know that you projecting. I I know for a fact I probably didn't have deodorant on. Yeah, right. I was just excited, yeah. ready to go. Oh man, now and and so she's like. Meanwhile, my fucking fiance, she's like happy, but she's stone faced. She's just like, I was excited, very, very cool about it. She's just like, look at my man over there crying. She's happy for me, but I'm just like, this means so much. Nah, man. No, nah, we did. Well, I mean, when I came home, I told because uh, Granny. Granny, the aunt, and the cousin, she was they were all uh at aunt yeah. know, the teacher's house. And yeah. um <laughs> and, uh, Yeah, I mean they had asked me like how you feel about your brother uh having a baby. And I'm like, eh, nigga, I mean it's what he wants. <laughs> niggas, niggas do what do and I told him I told him exactly what the fuck I felt. Well, more or less, you know me, nigga. But fucking I more or less look at you smoking in the house with a baby on the way. You fucking Dickhead, man. Uh, We've talked about this. Nigga. I've been trying not to be on your ass about this shit. He is not, he is not smoking in the house is you about to have a baby in. What the I'm fuck wrong I'm with you? I'm not about to have a baby in this house. I'm about to have you a baby don't know. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was I was ecstatic because I told him they asked me like, hey, you think it's going to be a boy or a girl? And I told him we need a boy. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, at this conjunction in our lives we need a boy so i'm just happy god bless us with a you know with, with, a, with a with a man cup little, so little man child man yeah. boy <laughs> with a man cup <laughs> man cup you know what i mean i'm i'm, I'm happy because i would have been happy if it was a girl too you know what i mean Same. i would have been happy yeah you know i mean yeah you, you, your kid might decide it's not a boy anyway so you know you never yeah. know yeah i mean it's very true i was like damn nigga, young nigga might decide he doesn't want to be lloyd anymore and i'm like he's gonna pick his own name way to drop you ready to drop the government Oh, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> like the actual yeah. government. Yeah, no. <laughs> like I I'm thought named, I could get away with LJ, but fuck it, we won't. I'm, we won't. I'm named him after me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you gonna name him the third anyway? So you know the third Trey Treyway. Yeah, no, and I'm glad true. for you. I really am. I'm I'm very happy for you. From the bottom of my heart, I'm like I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm very very glad. I'm glad it was this late in the game. I'm glad. I mean, the only regret that I have is that pops is not here to see it. That's that is uh, regret. That is the top thing right there. I'm like, but yeah. also, nigga, I'm not gonna expedite anything mm-hmm. just so you nah. can be here to see it. Nah, that was one thing I was like, uh, I was very, uh, I was very wary of like children and shit like that all the way through. I mean, actually, most of my life, I was like, oh yeah, no, hold on, watch out. No, for no, 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 no. I've always prided. We've always, I've always <laughs> prided us, you, me, villain, shit, even, even the step bros for yeah, waiting, for, for yeah. waiting. 
Because even even because we only have one uh, brother, like our stepbrother, but you know that's blood anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had the baby. Yeah, exactly. Who has a child, right? And he had his baby at twenty eight. Like he was mm. twenty, yeah, twenty eight. Because she's only about like she's about to be two. Gigi about to be two, yeah. Which was still very late in the game for a lot of people. I was worried about being an old parent, but I knew I was like, and and why? Well, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, God, God got his own time. Like I hate to use like idioms from the church and shit like that, but idioms yeah that's i guess that's whatever (laughs) but uh, i I, you know again i was like god got his own time because i was like i could have slipped up a billion times i mean plenty of times that i've dumped in the gut for like just less of nothing just like oops yeah all right here it goes (laughs) you know and i mean it's been cool and stuff consensual every time of course but i I don't know why you had to add that part Dumping the gut sounds real aggressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's from it's from International Players Gathering. It's the greatest hip hop song yeah, of all time. It is. So it why is would you? Even, you know, now I'm looking at you weird. But now it's like now it's like hold on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime a nigga's got to preface some shit, it's like right. wait, totally consensual. How had many a date with a broad? How many lines totally you crossed here? <laughs> you towing the line? What's going on? Right, nah, man. This is my girlfriend. She lives in Singapore, and she's 100 percent real. <laughs> <laughs> now it's my time. This is my Russian bride. She puts ketchup in the spaghetti. That's a great it's... movie. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did that stick with me so uh, hard? No, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> I remember that movie. It's a good. Mo- that's a good memory for me. Yeah. to watch Mail Order Bride with Mom <laughs> at Grandma's. Uh, it's a good little movie. It's a good little flick. <laughs> I'm only like twelve. Yeah, yeah that was probably yeah. like. 12 yeah 12 yeah, that was about that time frame because we were still over you know granny was still around so it was like yeah you know. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, shout man. out shout out i'm so excited to like come up in a time framework because i i grew up with all our grandparents like we said in the process like you know i had till the time i was like eight i had like great grandparents i had grandparents and shit like that and at this point my child is getting the opportunity you know god willing to have these people in his life yeah, you know, or at least a good chunk. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, there are grandpas that are gone and shit like that. And our grandmothers are, you know, my mom's mom is no longer here with us, but there's still people around that like hold the, their memory like dear. There's still a, a lot of us that still like keep that shit up. And on top of that, like the level of like family interaction, because this is, I guess, yeah, the first grandbaby of the generation on this side of the family, because nobody else that in our generation have had any kids yet. Yeah, um, from the direct family. Yeah, from like direct our step, our step extended family. They've 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 had kids. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah I I think it's uh I wouldn't say our grandmother's first grandbaby because but it's the first boy. So well, you know, well, like, well yeah, it's the who's who's the other one? Uh, right. That's not a grandbaby. Yeah, it is. What are you talking about, Nick? What are you talking about, Grandma? That's her grandma. You would make me work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That your child will be that's Granny's great first great grandchild. Yes, first great grandchild. But you made it sound like there was another. Oh no, no, no I was trying to say it's literally it's, her it's first. literally you at the top. Me, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, there's other grandbaby cousin. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, and I, now I, we have the other cousin. Indeed, indeed. Who is basically like a niece <laughs> but a niece. Anyway. but yeah she's uh she's still here shout out to her man she's growing strong growing long man i love that little baby she got some she got some of the past in her man there's a deep no no no, no. i think dad soul lives in that baby 
But yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm ready to see what the fuck this little combo baby gonna look like, dog. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all good. We still excited, right? We all happy, dappy. Yeah, yeah happy, joy, joy. My brother having a baby. Having a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. I'm ah, really excited. I can't wait. I excited cannot. enough. Excited and I cannot wait. It's gonna be very interesting raising him like a, a multiracial kid. Not that it's like hard or something. Well, it's hard. It's not that it's harder, is what I mean. It's harder it's than holding than raising. A, <laughs> I don't know if it's child. harder, but I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, being there's black, more points of failure. It is true. <clears throat> there's points of failure, and there's definitely moments where it's like, ah, your identity exists in multiple areas, or maybe it won't. Yeah, I mean, it could be a situation of like, oh, well, we're just so progressive at this point or we've lived this kind of life on the fringe. So, but, I mean, if you stay in East Texas, that won't happen, though. Yeah, no, and I don't know about that, though. I was just thinking about that. I was joking around with moms about that. She was like, you know, she's like, you know, we, you know, Lexi, shout out, uh, shout out Lexi. She's in the Damn, paper. Nigga, you really would make me work today. She's she's a fucking model under her own name. I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. Her. I understand. I'm still like, mm, I Oh, about the the relationship. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, shout, yeah. Shout out to her. She's in the paper that, uh, like, yeah, today. I saw. I saw. Yeah, I was you know, super excited about her. And I was reading that article, right? And I was like, oh wow, you know, they they asked her a Black History Month question, and I was like, that's interesting because the rest of the interview is not painted in this light. And I'm just thinking, I was like, damn, but well, you know, is, is my child going to be logic biracial or J Cole biracial? You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. All right. Is that the direction we go in real quick? Because I mean, I, I'm trying to make sure that we're still on the happy, happy, joy, joy. No, no, we're still happy, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm not. not. And I can never kill your joy. I know I can never. Yeah, kill no, you. no. You know, yeah. But you know me. No, but yeah, you should, we should attack the. We got to attack the other side of the situation, right? We don't necessarily have to because you had a Boruto bit. And I was going to see if you was going to try to tie that in. Oh uh, no, nah, man! Like you know, anime. Oh, we're gonna get to anime fathers and shit like that in the past. Like you know, as we go on. But I was like, let's go where we go organically. Right. <clears throat> but now nah, we still on the, we on the same page basically right. because all I'm saying is this is that like looking at fucking uh, you know grow it like the way we grew up right and the fact that like again we had every grandparent we had all that shit we had a chance to yeah meet we all. had a village nigga. yeah we had a village right I'm like okay cool now I got to take this little motherfucker and raise him in the village but also kind of like submit not submit but like deal with the fact that like her family right is a different they they operate way differently yeah they're white yeah like <laughs> they they're white exactly and but there's nothing wrong with being white you know what i mean some of my closest <laughs> friends are white <laughs> but now the very important people with. in history are white yeah absolutely there's nothing wrong with white people I, i'm marrying one you know i'm about to have a little baby who's half white i was just looking at it like they the village concept right doesn't apply the same way right and so when i come why to you the, say that so with the village concept right yeah, why don't you put your foot in your mouth? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, right? With uh, And and this isn't even just about being white. This isn't just about her family. <laughs> you know, I, I can't necessarily make this a, a commentary on, like, white families. But, I mean, you, if it sounds familiar and you're white, you know, let me know. And I've had a lot of white friends with similar experiences. But I they don't, have white friends. They don't <laughs> get along. Like, even though, like, our family, right? We Like, when a nigga is estranged in the fam, right? Yeah, you still show up to the functions from time to time, right? Nobody speaks just ill of you. It's not a situation. That's of, not true at all. No, I mean, like, to your face. Eh. Eh. I think I, it I can say, get to that point. In our family? Yeah. 
I like I'd say in the last time nigga, I I've to... seen niggas screaming and crying to each other at our family reunions. I can't pretend. Oh like no, see like no, that. hold on. That's a that's a mass gathering. I'm talking about the intermediate family. You talking about mass... like like eight or more? Not intermediate, immediate family. Like okay. yeah, so All right. yeah, not in the immediate <laughs> okay. family. No, but that's yeah, no. In our immediate family, like I'm talking like from grandmother down, you know, mother down, uh, fucking stepmom, that kind of shit. Like right. All, mm-hmm. all of this, this, this immediate family. It's a very close knit group, right? If I need something, I can reach out. Yes, <clears throat> call right. And that's when you're if dealing I, with them on an individual basis. Yes. Yeah. And, right. And if it's a big family level, you know, then of course we have the you know people segregate, move off, and stuff like that. In the other sense, right? She is so estranged. Like that family, when they estrange themselves, they'll put niggas out. Like right, they have deep history, right? Like when she has an aunt that basically like fucking walks so we can run. Like she got put out the house for having a black father, like a black uh, boyfriend. And I mean, of course, it's become more progressive over time. Her great grandmother and me, not her great grandma, her grandmother and me, we get along very well. But as far as the Even rest of the Even though you're a piece of shit colored? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> but she, she's not a, she doesn't have a problem with colors anymore. She doesn't have a problem with colors anymore, right? She's yeah. needing her, like, yeah, having more sit and talk. Yeah, I mean, she's Because I know, I, I know my grandma, and I know oh. her perspective on, because, you know, me and what's your name, like, one, one thing that people don't realize, like, well, one thing that I forget sometimes is that... Is how far back the connection goes? Well, no, yeah, me, yeah, how far back me and what's your name's connection go, because what's your name's mom used to work for Granny. Yeah. Right? And, like, you know, when mm. they, when I had first spoken about it, it was like, oh, whatever, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And Granny, you know I mean? She was a, I think she was an in-home nurse or some shit. Uh, yeah, so at first she worked with, a, she worked for a particular family. I remember right? the families. Yeah, yeah. Because one of our friends ended up moving into that house after that lady died. Exactly. And so, but originally the woman that she was taking care of, she was in a home. Mm -hmm. So they both took care of her. Miss, uh, uh, what's your name's mom? I believe working for the home and then granny working for. Well, they they was working at Rust State. Uh, yeah, they, they worked at Rust State together, but they also, I remember uh, the main portion of the time frame that like they spent more time together or uh, they were working together at, um, it's a nursing I home. I can't right? verify or not verify, but <laughs> nonetheless, you know what I mean? I'm like, damn, yeah. man, how can you be so close with, 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 you know, what's your name's mama and still hold all these beliefs about white people? That's crazy. Yeah. Cause like granny don't like hunkies at all, right? <laughs> She really doesn't. And then the ones that she cut for, these are ones that are like you can tell. She's like, oh, these are definitely the exception to the rule. Like these yeah. are situations where like I was like, oh, you know, because she'll ask about what's your name. She'll ask about him, his brother, about what's your name? his mom. And like speaking of which, I saw his mom in uh, you know, the the local Mexican eatery. You know? Okay, I hope she will. I hope, I hope <laughs> yeah, she's she was, all right. She's good. She's very excited. I love about her. I love her to death. Yeah, you know, she was just she was super excited. Told me to let her know when stuff was going down. I was like, oh, thanks. You know. So she again, you know, just shout out to her for being a beautiful, wonderful person. But it is crazy that like, you know, having a good relationship with a, another white. <laughs> right. But what, what I'm saying, but, but, and I don't want to get this derailed or whatever, but fucking I, I know how shitty it can get when you raising them in there. Because, you know, Lexi went through it. I'm, I've decided not to fucking cut her name out. But Lexi, yeah, I was going to say again. Lexi went through it. You know what I'm saying? Like gran- mm-hmm. granny, she, she, well, you know, mom's mom, fucking yeah. granny had her own reservations about white people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure, and you know, there was Lexi's, definitely a dis- there was exactly there was a disconnect in that I, I could see it because <clears throat> we grew up right next to her is that she had life with these grandparents and life with these grandparents, right? And the way things kind of were handled and the way things kind of like, the way people lived were different. Or just right? the availability and, uh, of the two. 
Yeah. At Granny's house, uh, at mom's mom's house, you know, we might eat at nine o'clock because, you know, we've been up playing dominoes and bullshitting. And so now the crawfish is ready. It's nine. Or like it took us 12 hours to cook the brisket and it's like 830. Whereas like at her other grandmother's, they might eat at six. Right. Be in bed by like eight or nine. But they've gone out. I think you're making done. a sweeping assumption about that family, but it's OK. Nah, I can pretty much guarantee they don't eat dinner. At <laughs> well, I mean, but, I, I think it's not normal to eat dinner past like eight. I think you're not supposed to do that anyway. But anyway, I think no, that no, was the, I'm, I'm when I joined the Navy, you know, that was the biggest institutional difference. Like that was the <laughs> biggest thing that I had to deal with. <laughs> it was like, nigga, it's, it's eight. I'm hungry, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what what home, you talking man. about? Rack out, nigga. I don't want to rack out. I don't want to snack out. out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I want to get up in my drawers, hit the motherfucking refrigerator. Yeah, right. It's all good, though. It's all good. It's whatever. I found a way around it. <laughs> anyway. you, had to, you had to get used to it, man. And that's something that I, I've, I'm trying to get out of the habit of doing, right? Because, like, I'll realize it's like, oh, shit, it's like five. It's like six. And I'm like, I haven't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. And then not even really, like, concerned, not even be concerned about getting anything to eat until, like, about eight. And I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, this ain't good. What, I mean, at the same time, like I go to bed at like two, three sometimes. Right. I'm like, is that technically eating right before you go to bed? I don't know. It is. But I'm, it is. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't the hell. That's the point. I think that's more <laughs> not so not so much about like dinner time, but it's more so about like when you're willing to go to bed. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, not trying to not trying to not yeah, trying no, to that, take it so awesome. far off the rails, but it's just like there's yeah. there's certain differences culturally that that, that kind of go there, and I wouldn't necessarily attribute it to being black or white. I would more so attribute it to like personal Culture. discipline. That's true as well, but I mean, like, put it this way: I'm probably going to be very lax about my child saying "nigga," right? I'm going to probably. Go I don't know about that either. <laughs> I'm probably going to be very lax about my. I don't child know about that either. I like I I, I probably will. I can start saying like, "nigga" till I was thirteen. <laughs> I, mm, heavily, I'll I'll agree, but I was like, I'm I'm here. I can confirm. I, I was I was practicing cussing, but I was not. By the time I was nine, pops was a was a met, love curse words, love yeah. cussing, loved exactly. it. It got to the. I'm desensitized to people saying cuss words. It curse means words nothing to me. But you know what I'm saying. I didn't work it into my lexicon until I was like 12, and even then, that's fucking young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you say like, and I didn't start saying nigga around mom till I was like 16. I I mean the boondocks came out. She was settling us. I mean, I maybe I was taking more advantage of the nigga thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember yeah. mom saying, like, oh, you can say it. But I was yeah. also just like, eh. <laughs> eh. I mean, I get it. It was one of those situations where I was like, ah, you know, I got a tiptoe. I don't necessarily know if this is actually okay. I was willing to try to fucking play the, uh, to push the fucking boundaries. I wanted to push the limits. So I was saying nigga all damn day. I was, I was letting it fly. <laughs> so for me, it was a situation of like, okay, well, I think I do want to impart that, that curse words are just words. Like, you know, if you're going to cuss, you just cuss nigga. Like it's not at me, never to me and never directed well, at me. And, uh, but man, I want to keep this, like, context, are we done yeah. being happy, happy, joy, joy? Yeah, speak about it, man. Pay we are happy. We are done. I when I found out you were having a kid, <laughs> when I found out you were having a kid, I'm gonna be honest. I was underway. Please do, please do. I was underway, and I was doing one of my weekly phone calls back home, and I was like, "Hey, babe, everything okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I just got some news for you," and I'm like, "Fuck, what could it be? <laughs> What's going on?" You know what I mean, is Granny okay? Is the cousins okay? What's going on? And she was like, well, you're about to be an uncle. I'm like, 
Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it villain? Yeah. And she was like, "No." And I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> fuck! 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it took, I, I had to ease into it. It was like getting dunked in hot water. Because <laughs> immediately I'm all like, this nigga can't. He can't. And that's and not necessarily, because like your ability to deal with kids. Is not something I'm concerned about. Got you. Got right? you. I think okay. that you can deal with kids. I just think that you have terrible personal discipline. Terrible personal Your discipline. Your personal discipline is absolute ass. Trash. Complete trash. Garbage. And I'm like, fuck. And I never realized that I had never thought about how scared. I was for somebody to come up in a world like we did. Yeah. Like, yes, my childhood was great. My childhood was fun. I had a great time. But what I also it? remember being so fucking aware of things because yeah. there was not anything. I, I will. I will. I, I can attest that I, I've seen that. I, I definitely have seen you go through that. You know, even going back to like you trying to give pops like two dollars for his fucking no, uh, nigga, and and, and I mean, I I cry about it all the time because like, and and I told you what happened, like fucking, we we were on the way to see fucking Papa in jail, right? Yep. Fucking crazy already, right? Not crazy per se, because like niggas who grew up like us, you know what I'm saying? Us, yeah. Well, sometimes you go visit, yeah, lower like damn near fucking in poverty and fucking, you know, we got we all got to lap up and go see the fucking relative in jail. We're all going yeah. to jail, the prison, the penitentiary to go the see penitentiary somebody. about two hours, three hours away. Right. And I mean good. like seven, whatever the fuck. <clears throat> Pops got fucking pulled over and that shit scared the fuck out of me. Cause like we was all fucked up. Every it was like seven, oh, eight no, niggas in the car. Eight niggas in the car, like most of them kids. In a goddamn sedan <laughs> lapped up on the way to go see one nigga. Yep. Baby, no seatbelts. And that nigga served that nigga a ticket, and I was like, damn, we're yeah, not going to be able to afford that. Yeah, $200 per kid. And when we came home that night, I was crying my fucking eyes out like, Pop's not going to be able to pay for it. He's not going to be all right. Everything's <laughs> fucked up. I went my shit. I went my piggy bank. And I was like, I'm about to go ahead and give him everything I got. Because that's what I was willing. I was willing to give this yeah, everything I had. I got it. This is all I got, but this is what I can give. And Try that nigga was laughing. And I was like, nigga, you gonna go to jail. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, it was a funny joke you know, at the time. At until, the time. Until 10, no, nah, not 10. It was about 10 13, years 13 years later. Yeah. Suddenly I'm 22. And I find out Pops' license has been suspended for the past five years. Yep. Because he didn't pay that fucking ticket from when I was seven. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, damn, it really is a slippery slope. It, really it doesn't take much, a slippery man. slope. And it doesn't take much. And it's, it's terrible. Like, that's that's something that I think about, man. Like, <clears throat> this is where the kind of anxiety comes from it, right? Because I was like, damn, I don't think that I'm scared of parenting. I'm not worried about parenting. I think that as far as how much love the child is going to receive, they're going to receive tons. And it's not of about work. that. 
Nigga, yeah, they no, always gonna like, like, they gonna receive yeah. love if they if they if their last name Johnson they gonna get love they gonna get love hell yeah but like no nah, it was the environment that I'm about to try to bring the kid up in because me <clears throat> as you like like you said you've laid it out like the the personal discipline is ass right I'll look at a bill and say look you know right now we can fucking put that off right that's normal a lot of times people look at something and it's like you're budgeting your life budgeting your time frame that's normal i'll be like let's go ahead and wait to the um to the last bit right and i'll forget that's what's fucked up about it is that like i'll get to the last bit and be like oh yeah i gotta fucking pay this and then suddenly i'm looking up and the lights are out because it's like it wasn't a situation of like not being able to juggle this shit. It's that you make mistakes when you have these loopholes and shit that you're trying to go through. You may say that. That's exactly what it is. It's not being able yeah. to juggle it. Hold on. I got pissed. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll be back. I'm going to go smoke too. <laughs> but I, I, I look at like my own personal responsibility. And like I said, I'll, I'll wait to the end. Right. And juggling it. Right. I Sure. I know you say you can't juggle it, but my thing is this: like when it comes I'm not to juggling, you can't. Nobody says you can't. But I'm yeah, saying, no, like when, when you let when something, you when you let something slip off, that's the inability to juggle. Yeah, you, I mean, the thing is that what I'll say is this: right for me, it's a situation of knowing that I can juggle it, right, but not accounting or not having anything there to like catch me if like or or fucking a safety net. Or anything that's uh, security in that situation, right? If I fucking flub it up, right? If I miss a deadline, or if I forget to do something, or if something comes up, right? Then suddenly that ball that I dropped, right? It impacts me pretty deep. But it, I've always been able to kind of hit the fuck it button and say, okay, I can thug it out until you know I can get this taken care of, or I can make this extension happen as long as I'm like, you know, if I can talk my way into this, then it should be fine, right? <clears throat> I've always kind of been okay with not only like dropping the ball, but also kind of like allowing the, the the hard times to come. And I've kind of had to try to lax up on that in the process of being in this relationship. And I've gotten a little bit better, I feel like, as far as like it goes with our day-to-day lives. But at the same time, I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to add a third person to this equation. And if it wasn't for the fact, and, and this is the yeah, I'm super thankful for that I picked a partner who's not different than me, but uh, well, is who is different than me, who operates in mentally a lot different as far as like, I am a ter- type of person likes to go off the candle, like off the handle. Like if I get a bill, all right, cool, I'll put it down. She's the type of person who's like, okay, well, hold on. I got to write this down. Let me put this in a list. Let me, let me go through and like lay out everything that I'm going to need for this process. Or in order for me to feel secure, I need to go through and like see exactly how we're going to do this. Or if you tell me you've got a plan, then I need to go ahead and talk it through. And so having this other individual that I'm going into this with, like, right, having a partner in all this makes it to where like, I can, I have the fucking, not the leeway, but I have, yeah, I have the ability to kind of like come up in that. Like I have the ability to kind of grow in that situation, right? Like my lackadaisicalness allows for like her anal retentiveness to kind of be like assuaged. Do you want to rely on that nigga? No, I don't want to be the man that always needs his wife to kind of come through and 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 lay everything out for him at all like that's not the situation it's not a thing of wanting to like always need it but having that like this new support system right this new support system that i'm trying to build with her that i'm trying to like lay out for our child and things like there are things that i'm looking at now that i'm like okay there are things that are unacceptable like there were time frame where like okay like i can deal with i only make right that's not 
<laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I can deal with not making as much money right at this at this moment. Right. But at the same time, like now that I'm having a kid, I'm like, oh, shit, there's a whole different level of like, I've got to make these preparations and shit. Like, I know for a fact that I know for a fact that when it comes to the money situation, I have a lot to learn as far as like getting myself under control with my spending and shit, because I I look at it and go like, oh, I just live off the bare minimum. But it's a situation of like applying lessons that I've already learned. And just being like pretty consistent with that shit, like thing, like things happen, like you know, the motherfucking balls get dropped. It just goes down like that. It's the way, like how I handle these moments of like we we don't have it at this moment. Like, can I tighten the belt? That's the big thing. Learning, right, to right, right. And I understand that. I completely understand the 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 necessity to tighten the belt. <clears throat> but now that I've kind of gotten like better, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. Living in a state of belt tightening is ultimately not how you want to operate from a day to day basis. You know what I'm saying? And I understand, like you know, we came up like that. We came up in a in a a let's tighten the belt mentality. You know, I'm not saying that you can't operate in it, but that's that was my initial thought. Like this nigga can't fucking. I don't want a nephew that's gonna. Well, yeah, fuck it. I don't want a nephew that has to grow up like that yeah in a in a state of always like in a state not excess uh, what's the word i'm looking for of depravity, need, nigga. depravity like you're always always really understanding that it's like we have because we when have. you when you grow up in that and you experience excess or you experience anything else like that or yeah. even whatever right like you you have a weird relationship with having things and i'm like yeah i really don't want that mentality so we talked about yeah, we talked about this on the pod about the the broke mentality, the poor mentality, or the mentality of living without, right? Of like the uh, there's a there's a quote that there's a quote that lives in my brain now. It's just like there's no new there's no nobility in poor. Like there's no there's no nobility right. in poverty. Right. Like, and I mean, like yes, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think there is a degree of nobility that comes with like growing like that. But it's also I think there's like. No- a degree of nobility in working. I think there's a degree of nobility in like uh, having like a, a tough mindset and to pick yourself up. Right, 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 right. But it's also just like, is that what you want for your kid? You know what I mean? And I, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want to see the effects of that. Yeah, again. on like a, on the new generation, basically. <clears throat> right. Because like, I mean, what I'll say, what I'll say is this: is that like what I noticed in like my fiance in things is that like when it comes to her wanting things or when it comes to her having things she doesn't just want like something regular right if she wants to buy something she wants to buy the thing that she wants right and i'm like that was never me it was like i'll take what i can get right like it was never a situation i I don't want i kind of want my child to kind of have that mentality of like oh i can want things right i can want things feasibly and like it's possible for me to get them and not only that but like i don't necessarily have to worry about what this is going to do to my environment by getting this right because it was almost a weird change off for me growing up it was like okay well if i get this playstation then i know that we're going to be low on this or we're going to be low on or i'll know that like you know by having this i'm going to end up not having something long term exactly you know what i mean and and i'm not you know i mean i'm excited i want you i I want this to be like go ahead 
Oh no, yeah, no, I get it. To be as a, a beautiful experience as right, like, right, right. And I, I want be. fatherhood to be something that's enriching, but not in the same way. I don't want you to have to learn lessons while you have a kid. Yeah, you oh, know. Can you hear? Yeah, I, I, I hear neighbors, but it's whatever. It is. What yeah, it is. Right. they're going. You know, right. I, I know how it goes. Like, yeah, and you know, I don't know. I, I, I worked through that. You know what I mean? Like I, I. I heard about it and I was like, fuck, man, this nigga's gonna have a kid. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't want to use terms like, oh, this thing. No, 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 no. But here's the deal. What, what you're not, what, what I'll say is this is what, what, what you're not doing is disparaging me about like being a father or like making me feel like you're not happy about this kid. No, 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 no. But it, once again, like, nigga, we're not, we're like, not the fucking total ropes, yeah, nigga. Exactly. Like, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> Exactly. We're gonna be fine, but it's like I just no. Want- but being real about it is what I, is the best thing that you can do. Is like you know, just looking at the fact that like this individual, right, this person that is not here yet, that's gonna be walking around with our names and shit, with my name and shit, right? You're gonna love and care about that individual, and they're gonna grow up. Unless that's he's an asshole, then I can't really. Yeah, he could be an asshole, but I mean, if or he's an asshole, an asshole, like you know, be like fucking. Yeah, whatever he decides to be, because at this and they're gonna be half white. You know how they be. Yeah, exactly. It's very possible. My little kid could be a little uppity, but I hope he's got it with his little tablet and his glasses because he might get that bad eyes. Who knows? I can't wait. I'm excited about whatever he comes out to be. I'm gonna love the little motherfucker through it. But you know, but the thing is, is that acknowledging that this that life is long, right? Once they're born, right? Like, sure, I can make the first few newborn years and things like that because that, all that is is looking after a child, making sure they have enough to eat and shit like that. But when it comes to instilling Ooh, a mentality, to simplify childhood. <laughs> I mean, baby, like I'm, I'm saying, from like newborn, to to... simplify newbornhood. Now, granted, this might have something more to do about my own personal anxiety about. Yeah. You know, the responsibility of raising somebody. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I might no, be I mean, projecting that onto you, a person who's actually going to experience it soon. There's plenty of people out there who have kids who have less and you know, the whole who have less who have gone through more, who have more mental instabilities and things like that that they're right. trying to and the kid on. comes out more or less fine. Yeah. But I'm also just like, please just try to make the best environment for the child that you possibly fucking can without trying to like explain it away from the poverty lens. Yeah, exactly. It's like there's an opportunity where it's like, hey, look, you could do more. You could do more with less, right? You could. You could do a lot. Like you could take this child and they could live in this life and they could have what would be considered a fulfilled and, and enjoyable time here and as far as like under your tutelage and shit. But at the same time, you could push them to higher limits. You could you could want them to excel. You could want them to or do more. Or they start at a better point. Exactly. Like you could give them a better opportunity, like to, a, a starting point than you had. Right. That's the th- that's the big thing there. It's like, OK, cool. Like there are options. There are levels to this shit. Right. The same way with me is like I can live and I can do this. Right. But there are there are levels to it. Right. I could just exist. You could per- you could participate, not necessarily be productive. You could be excessively productive. You could just have a, a vast amount of potential and it just not go anywhere. That that was always the thing that always scared me was the, like the reason I have issues with expectations was because I was consistently and constantly told about my potential. Right. It was like, oh, these are the things that you can do. These are the things you could do. And not that that was you represent. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It's not bad. But at the same time, it was like ah, for me, it put me in a different mindset. I ran away from that type of thing. And I never want to put like a child in that again. But it's more it's more than just like trying to get your kid to avoid the shit that you went through or avoiding the shit that you feel. Right. Because they're different. The the, the best thing that I had ever heard was like. 
when raising your child and trying to prepare them for a world, you can't try to prepare them for the world that you lived in because the world that you lived in is not going to exist by the time that kid comes up. It's going to be definitely, it's going to definitely be different. Like I was talking to, um, I'm talking to Beyonce and I was like, yo, you know, it's crazy that like console gaming could be completely different by the time that uh, Trey is like 10, 10, 15, you know, it, gaming could be like uh, all fucking AR shit. Like it could, it, we could no longer be looking at physical TVs. He might just have a HUD going on. Like, how do we stop our kids from watching porn or too early or some shit like well, that? It, it, it's, it's, something that I, it's something that I've been trying to allude to because, like, you know, I've known for months. The family is known for months. Close yeah. friends and family, you know, what I mean, have known for months. And associates, yeah. I've known to, for a while. Yeah, yeah, that you've been getting ready to have a kid. You know what I mean? And parts of me are like, damn, man, this nigga can't really focus on like trying to build a fucking podcast or trying to build a personal brand. Well, you got a kid on the way or even like after you have a kid, you know what I mean? It's going to be a million times harder. You know what I mean? So certain expectations that I have of you can't stand or whatever. Right. But I have been like, all right, let's challenge the nigga. Let's let's see if the nigga, you know, can think critically about how he's going to raise his kid. You yeah, know what I mean, because I'll be all like, you know, uh, I can't remember exactly what the situation was, but I think it was something like I had asked you. I think it was the adult animation cartoon episode where yeah. I had asked you, like, is that like, is this something you're going to try to shield away from your kid personally? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like all the risque shit, because like you know, what I mean, like we both know that the 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 shit that we tried to that, that our parents tried to shield us from, the very yeah. small shit that they tried to shield us from, um, exactly. It, it's it's gonna be even harder for you personally, like as you have a kid. You know, what I mean, you're gonna have a kid yeah. that's gonna be in Generation Beta, bro. <laughs> like yo, the niggas after Alpha, like you're gonna be raising kids in that time period, and you don't know what that fucking looks like. No. No, I don't know what he's going to be into. I don't know what the trend's going to be. I don't know <clears throat> what kind of shit. Like, what, I got to keep up. I barely keep up with the new slang now. Well, I mean, yeah. that that's very surface level in that regard. Yeah. But it's yeah, just like did, the yeah, values of that time period. Yeah. What's it going to mean? Yeah. yeah. It, 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 when we grew up, there was like two genders and then you could be bi, you could be a transvestite, you could be, you know, there was a lot of, there were options, but there were labels on everything and labels have changed drastically, right? The, the, the fucking comedy, right? When we talked about shaped our, a good chunk of our lives and how we perceive things, that's in a completely different place, right? The, the politics, blah, 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 fuck that. But we're in a different space there. Who knows what new historical events are going to go down? Right, I'm going to up. Yeah. I was in a post-COVID baby, right? Like, I mean, there's always well, your your child will know nothing about COVID. It never went to like they never went to school nah, during be... <laughs> COVID. They never dealt with COVID. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might be a whole different thing. You know what I mean? But you're going to be a person who experienced COVID and have to like, you know, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know, bro. I genuinely <laughs> don't know. And it, it's something that terrifies me in different ways and makes me think about like, okay, well, what influence am I going to have over a kid that came up like that? You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't anticipate having kids for a couple of years, but you better yeah. have one like now. So your, yeah. your, your crop is going to be the ones that kind of have to set the pace. And on yeah. top of that, they're going to be fucking half white, bro. Yeah. It's going to be real. Uh, uh, what? 
to say to like I the when you say there's no like, disparagement to people who are half white or people who yeah, have no, white spouses or nothing else like that. I just know that like racial identity is a thing. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it it's gonna mean different things in different time periods. You know? Like mom being nah wait, nah, I'm not talking about mom. Moving on. <laughs> nah, but I mean, like t- things could change. Like, right? You might be a situation where, like, okay, well, cool, you're a mixed race child, and in fucking ten years, they might like have you have to check a box of like, are you black dominant? Are you white dominant? Right? Do you identify? How do you identify? What do you like? This racial identity could change vastly, and that is something that I have to think about in the raising of my child because it's like, absolutely, I want to instill in them that like being you know be black, be proud, but also. You, there's no need to just feel disparaged or less black uh, because you're half white. You don't need to also at this. Hold on. Yeah. You don't also need to feel like you have to uh, hide the fact that you're black. You don't have to, you know, go around. You don't need to feel awkward or strange around your white relatives and things like that because you're half black. Right. Right. But you can try there to, exist- see, you could try to instill that in your kid. But how they feel is a completely different thing. Right. How or people- how it is is going to be a completely different thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just like, oh, you don't have to feel like less black because you're half white. It's like, but you are less black that's because black. you're half white. <laughs> yeah, it's you know true. What I mean? And that's no disrespect. Like, once again, no, you know, yeah. you know, Shout I love you know, I love your fiance. I think she's one of, of the course. best things that has ever happened to you. But fucking, you know, it, it's just it. it's knowing what's going to happen. Like yeah. even even just the nature of having a kid, like you know, trying to raise a kid to align with a lot of your interests and all that other shit. Like, bruh, your kid might not be a fucking nerd, bro. Nah, they might be sporty. They might yeah, not. They might be, be fucking, they like, be, or they might just not do shit. Yeah, they could just be into anything, right? <laughs> they could do. They could be into fucking. I'm a puzzle kid, you know. I'm a fucking. I like. I just bugs. don't give a fuck type shit, and it's <laughs> just like you know. What I mean, I I don't know. I I just I, I know you don't want to walk into your. I know you don't want to walk into fatherhood with expectations, and I don't mm-hmm. have. Um, no, I don't want to walk into the ex. Like, the thing is that no, you don't want to walk into fatherhood with expectations, but you do want to try to prepare yourself. Like that's the thing is like you know there are there are some things that we're like okay hey. I want to be able to have thought about this conversation before you brought it to me. Like, I'm aware that likely at some point in time, my child is going to come to me with something that I've never dealt with before. Right. And that is going to be a very interesting process because it's like, okay, well now it's like, I've got to see where their mind is. I've got to see, I was like, have I given you critical thinking skills? Have I given you empathy and sympathy to look at the situation and explain it to me so that we can try to come up with an answer? Like mm-hmm. that, that type of shit, right? Because I look at that situation and there are some moments where I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't necessarily know if I've had the opportunity with like my parents to, to, to explore my critical thinking skills, right? You don't feel like I'll, you've had that? Well, I know that I've had I like, feel like being raised with them niggas was an exercise in being like a critical thinker. But well, what, our, I, our it, perception it, of getting yeah, raised yeah. is different. In in terms of like money, in terms of like bills, in terms of like keeping up with things like there were there was a level of consistency in some points, like in terms of critical thinking, like if I had a problem, right, if Pops took me outside and I'm looking at a car or like I need to fix something, he's going to go ahead and say, these are the main things that you need when it comes to that. Take a look and tell me if you got those things, you know, 
And then I would try to go ahead and, and solve the problem from there. With mom, she would try to like say, okay, well, this is what is essentially expected of you. What do you think? Like, and then no, no, going, and I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a bird's eye view, I will never. Yeah. If there's one thing I appreciate about mom and pop is that they always made sure that we took inventory of what was going on. Yeah, you, know I'm very, you can make very better very decisions <laughs> when you have a clearer idea of what's going on. You know. Yeah. And I think that came from necessity. I think that came from making sure that the kids had a grasp of what the fuck was going on. But I'm trying to think about how do you expand that? Like what the proponents of that? Or do you even need to expand that? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's the thing is like, is that the the end all be all? Was that enough for me? Like there was a degree of that's a skill that I learned. Right. Or will that be necessary even when you when when your kid becomes of age? Yeah, or is there a skill that can come through it and 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 complement that as well so that there's like even more like was I missing a puzzle piece just having this ability like being able to take account of my surroundings or look at what the fuck's going on versus like having the wherewithal to say like I didn't like necessarily ever sitting down and just learning to do something on my own, right? I would like to have somebody around to kind of get me checked out, but my kid might be vastly different and tell me, Hey, look, I don't need you right now. Like just step back, you know? And if I come to like, there, there's a lot of different leeway. Like, there's a lot of ups and downs with that situation where I'm like, ah, there's, cause it, it's not just me in there, right? It's not just me in there. This kid come out with traits from like our, our an uncle, right? It, this, this well, kid, it could just come out with just not being anything that you had seen before you know yeah. like i don't know and, and and i'm not a child psychologist i'm not no. a fucking parentologist or none of that shit i'm just i'm just a worried nigga that wants to make sure that everybody that i like that, that is in touching distance of me is able to prosper you know what yeah. i mean not only that but be mentally sound like as, as much as possible like you know to, to not only pr- prosper but have a, a, a good foundation mentally Mm-hmm. There's one thing is I'll say this: you can be as prosperous as possible, but if you don't necessarily have like that background or that love, you know, or that thought process, that you might not, ha- you might not like uh, your the prosperity is not something you necessarily might enjoy, right? That that's the thing is I, I do want the child to be like fucking generally happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I, and once, that's so much shit, man. It, yeah. It's a lot no, of no, shit. Definitely, we could talk for hours about. I don't like, fucking I, envy you at all in this regard. <laughs> No, but I mean, what I'll do is what I do is like I try to go through and look at different examples of fatherhood, even like random fucking fictional ones and shit and try to see what I can glean, what's good, what's bad. You know, like evaluate motherfuckers like the way I kind of examine relationships and shit with people and their kids vastly different. I, like I can't watch anything with kids anymore unless, and, and without crying or thinking about like my child or how I'm going to try to deal with that, man. Like I said, I was reading Boruto and I was like, damn, nigga, like Boruto's got to yeah, go I was up. reading the most mid manga in the world. And, hey, it is, you know, it is mid for now. It is mid for now. I hope, I'm hoping that it gets better. But I started thinking, I was like, damn, you know, like I could go before my kid gets to be uh, an adult, right? But I can go to a whole you know, other dimension before my exactly. child comes to <laughs> I can I can hit my soul sleep button and then just be out so my kids just <laughs> right yeah nah man but like I, I be like I'm looking at that shit I'm like damn you know I would never leave my child like high and dry and shit like that but I'm like how do I go through and make my kid stronger mentally right how do I go through because like remember mom she would do shit like when we got to a certain age she would just drop us off like she would just be like all right cool this is the middle of the road you can you get out when the fuck did that happen. 
You remember when she drove us out into the country and said, get out the car? She never did that. What the fuck are you, you definitely about? did that. What are you talking no, no, about? No, no, she had... talked about it, but what the fuck are you talking about? No, no, I got out the car. I remember. Yeah, you did, but, like, nigga, we came right back and got you, so don't start that bullshit. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's little shit like that. You don't remember when she would be like, okay, well, now we're No, I remember go. her talking about it, but I'm also just like, eh. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying that she raised it. Like she left. No, nobody movie. raised us as wolves, but I am just like, let's be realistic here. I know what I'm, this was. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like looking at these situations and going like, you know, putting the putting your kids through these types of obstacles and things. Like, I'm, a I'm dumbass wondering. obstacle to put your kid through, but anyway, <laughs> You're stupid, gonna be as fuck. That's stupid as all fuck to do that. But I feel you. all alone. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the wilderness. Have a backpack. Nothing. Nobody's doing that. Fuck that. No. But I'm just looking at shit like I was like, there's little things where like some of that shit was kind of fun. Some of that shit was really heinous and, and annoying. <laughs> but I was, I'm like, what do I? Some add of that to shit the- felt like science practice. And I mean, I think that's a, <laughs> that's a degree of parenthood that I have no interest in trying to implement. But I feel uh, this is just like, hey, look, I'm going to. But here's my hypothesis. Let me see how my right. child. reacts. Let's do the scientific I- method on a fucking child. But is anyway. my baby going to cry if I leave it alone in the field here? Yeah. Yes, it will. Yeah. Man, definitely you had mentioned Absolutely. earlier that you were looking at like examples of fucking fatherhood that yeah 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 it, example yeah. of fatherhood and shit like that as far and as i have this i have this idea that fictional fathers are just a fucking story method yeah and they're not really there to be anything for the kid i've, I've never seen a fictional father that i desire to impl- uh, like to to emulate but hey nah. man, you're a different nigga no, I was gonna say I was like it, I was having hard pressed to find any fathers that are really out here in right. like uh, anime, except for uh, Maze Hughes. But Maze Hughes didn't even get a that chance. nigga. No, that's what I'm about to say. He didn't get a chance to actually. Me personally, like, I'm so GD. What might your set be? <laughs> <laughs> right. Push off, Bucko. I'm so GD. Mm. But nah, man. Uh, fucking Maze Hughes being so excited about his 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 child and being doting about the kid and things like that. That's never he didn't live long enough to actually get a chance to parent. Right? You look at fatherhood in 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 fucking anime. Probably my own like one of the better fathers and still one of the worst because he tried to eat that nigga was Yu Yu Hakusho's dad. I mean, Yusuke Urameshi's dad. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Who was like it wasn't even his dad. It was like his fucking paternal ancestor. Okay. Yeah, I was just looking at that nigga like, okay, well, that's a that's a decent example. He tried to eat him, but I couldn't find. I was looking around, I was like, damn, these fathers in, in anime suck. But you know who's actually trying to do something better about the situation? Fucking Naruto. Naruto is actually trying to put time in. I mean, he didn't start till after that nigga was much older. It wasn't until he was like thirteen or fourteen when it was like, oh wow, you know, this nigga needs attention and love and time and shit. So, Minato? Nah, nah, Naruto. I'm talking yeah, about Naruto. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, that's fair. I don't know. I, I'm one of the niggas that believe the fatherhood is complicated and hard. Yeah, it's and complicated and fucking hard. It's complex no. and it's just yeah. There's no. There's no. There are way better. There are way better examples in like books and shit. Like if you look at motherfucking uh, nigga from uh, goddamn To Kill a Mockingbird, Atticus, Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch, right? Yeah, classic, you know, pretty decent dad. He was like, hey, look, you guys can go out and live your lives and you can go out and find like some, you know, fucking shut away, fucking wives tale, urban legend, nigga. Boo well, that's because he was an old dad. And also like, you know, Atticus Finch isn't fucking real. He is not a real dad. Yeah, none of these niggas are fucking real. You know what I mean? Because even <laughs> like, once again, these niggas are plot devices, bro. YouTube is a better dad, bro. <laughs> YouTube's a better dad. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, actually, shout out to YouTube fatherhood content. All right. Uh, shout out to you guys for making content about fucking being a dad. Um, here's looking at you, belief in fatherhood. Shout out to you for showing me that nigga, because uh, as a as an opportunity to go through and try to find something that I could like look at as not a necessarily a North Star, but a really good example or a decent example of like a black father who did it different than what we did or how we experienced. I don't think was, the way he raised his kids is that much different. No, no, no. I'm just, but he is raising his children in an in an environment that allows them to see not the poverty or the things that they don't have, right? I don't think that his kids operate in that. Like as far as what he's shown, as far as like his as far as what he's shown through his channel, and I mean they're pretty active and pretty involved in the way that his kids are reacting, the way that his kids kind of live their lives, or or even show to the, like the audience and shit. It's not ever a situation of them needing or wanting for shit. It's more so them like participating in activities and being allowed to kind of like explore and shit they're like their their minds are not there i mean mind you they're fucking i think his kids are top out at 10 like something like that i don't know his oldest is not well i don't think his oldest is 10 i don't know i I look at anybody that makes their parenting content is like i'm not seeing the full picture no of course not because there are obviously bad days Mm-hmm. But I think that the lessons that he tries to teach or at least not the lessons, but the examples that he tries to show through his family and their experiences is really like fucking helpful. I don't think that I plan on making a whole lot of like dad content and shit like that. But I think that as far as the like future of the platform, the future of the, the pod and shit like that, I think I will, you know, there will be more like dad content. I mean, because I, I I'm not gonna be able to do all the recording and shit like that without having the baby around. So you know, there will be probably a time frame where like you know I might be holding the baby while we're talking or some shit like that, or like it was like, hey, give me a second, I gotta go change, young nigga, you know. But that's gonna be a a, a whole. You'll call new... your kid a nigga. Yeah, young nigga, little nigga, my Kids my have young white man, a young bitch. <laughs> you think your kid's gonna be black passing? Ah. Uh... I'm kind of light. I was looking because I think that you're one of them niggas. And nah, never mind. I'm gonna put you out there. Nah, nah. Put it on. Put it on. Put I ain't on. gonna put you out there. No, nigga. Go ahead. You think I'm one of them niggas that's gonna have a white white baby? No, 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 no. It's not about what the kid actually looks like. Oh, okay. What's it? Yeah, uh, what's no, no, I just oh, no, I don't want to because I'm at the point where it's like I can't paint you in a negative light. I want to make sure the niggas look at you like you're positive, nigga. So <laughs> beside the point. Beside the point. Right. Most definitely. Yeah, Most. Man. Oh my gosh, I love it. And and what I'll tell you, what I'll say is this as we uh, kind of like get ready to close the shit. I'm mad appreciative of the fact that you've always been real. Uh like I mean our entire lives you've always been real. You've never been a yes man about a lot of shit. Like you've always been a supportive nigga, but especially in this situation, right? Especially live on wax to just be like, yeah, nigga, I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, fuck, it shows me that I'm always going to have somebody that's legitimate in the corner, especially when it comes to raising my child and shit. Nobody's just like, oh, he's so adorable and cute. This was great. Now take him back and do your thing. Like this is going to be a situation of having an uncle that is real deal involved and not somebody that's going to come down in a spaceship, beat my ass and uh, try to take him away. No, I would never. I would never. That's a that's a rabbit's joke. I get it. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. I would never. Even though it's possible, Gohan was better than Braddock's hands. But uh, yeah, no, that would been that would been very interesting time frame. Want to do it for the clip? You want to do it for the clip? <laughs> you want to do it for the clip, nigga? You want to you want to have a fake dialogue about Raditz yeah. raising Gohan? You want to have a fake ass dialogue? Yeah, I was about gonna. That? I was gonna do it. All right, cool. Was... Let's let's do it. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> Three. 
All right, bet. So, yo, so Raddus drops down in the motherfucking spaceship, right? The aura. You got to set the clip up right, nigga. You got to set the clip up right. You got to set the clip like, yo, Raddus would have been a better father than Goku. That's a perfect (laughs) clip. I dare you. Go for it. Let's see you riff. I got you. Yo, so look, yo. I'm just saying, in in my perspective of looking at fatherless shit, I'm saying that Raditz would have been a way better dad than fucking Goku, man. I'll tell you, Raditz, you're bugging. I tell you, Raditz would have been a better dad. Look, man, Goku was barely around, right? You look at him, he's like, yeah, sure, he was carting him around to show him to all his nigga for all his friends. Oh, yeah, because that remind you, the day that Raditz shows up, right, is the day that Goku decides to introduce everybody to you know his child and shit. Even the way Raditz held that nigga was way. <laughs> just more yeah. fatherly in general. Yeah, exactly. It was never just a situation. Raditz was just like, yeah, yeah. He was never <laughs> he was never like he never represented himself like he was gonna leave my nigga, right? He was never gonna represent himself like he was just gonna leave Go. No, Raditz was 100 <laughs> percent two ten toes down to be the dad that, that nigga needed. Absolutely, man. He would have taken Gohan off. He would have beat. He would have if, if if Piccolo hadn't showed up, right, to help Goku out in that fight, and he would have just dusted Goku off. Dusted Goku. Goku's dead, right? All right. He takes Gohan, zips him off into space, right? Now Gohan with this immense and amazing potential, right? He's out here. He's gonna get over this whole Earth thing. He's only been on Earth for like a solid two and a half, maybe three years. Four so he's years, not. Yeah. That, He's four. Yeah, he was four. He's been on Earth for four years, man. In the in the grand scheme of things and the fact that there's stars out there, this nigga's going to be fine. We already know he has amazing mental potential, right? We already know he's smart, basically, right? He has the capacity to learn. He's not learning dumbass Earth shit anymore now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's not he's not learning dumbass earth books. He's not you know limited to Chi Chi and her vast array of books and shit. That I don't know. Is that bitch ordering this shit from catalogs? Is she forced to fly into town and buy books for the kid? I don't like because remember, Gohan had tons of like study material and shit. So we don't know where they're getting that stuff from. But he's in the fucking stars or raddits, right? This nigga gets an opportunity to learn about this like fucking space travel. He gets advanced math- mathematics and fucking shit like that. And on top of that, mind you, even even though Raditz is weak in terms of being a Saiyan, but in terms of Earth shit, he's the strongest motherfucker that ever dropped on a goddamn planet. So now Gohan's got an opportunity to really train, right? Because remember, he did so well under the tutelage of Piccolo, who was basically just like, I'm going to drop your bitch ass off in the middle of the woods and you got to go live. Now Raditz is like, I'm going to drop your ass off on a planet and I need you to wipe it out. All right. Gohan is going to be a hard Gohan's becoming a hard nigga. That nigga is going to be a ruthless motherfucker. And on top of that, he's going to get stronger. Now, meanwhile, I bet you back on Earth, they've gotten the Dragon Balls. They've wished Goku back. And now they're trying to get in this space. Mm. And fucking Raditz is probably taking goddamn Gohan back to Vegeta, who is that would be crazy. He's taking no, Gohan. I'm telling you, go, go, <laughs> Gohan underneath Raditz would have been a way different nigga. He would have easily wiped out any threat that Earth Every period, all day, any day. Because I mean, like after, I, I feel like there would be a time frame where like Raditz asks him to do some shit, and he decides he doesn't want to fucking do it anymore, and he stands up to his uncle and he dusts him. Mm. And so when Raditz dies, it notifies Vegeta, and so mm. it's just Gohan out here trying. I'm to I'm sure he would have met Vegeta at some point, way yeah, yeah, before sure. that shit happened. Yeah, like, like, Raditz would have been still alive. Goku would have been dead, but whatever fucking bullshit happened, I don't know. This is a dumb clip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I don't even believe half the shit I'm saying. 
<laughs> no, nah, I mean, I, I truly, I truly would say that Gohan probably would do better under that because it looks like he needs a hard hand, like right. I guess. And it, like I'm just saying, there would be no Super Saiyans if that happened. Eh, I think that it no, nah, would be no Super Saiyans if that happened. And the only thing that, like, it literally, uh, I mean, Gohan would have to have like formed a bond with somebody that's that deep, and then that person would have been dead, and we'd have a yeah. Goku Saiyan gone. <laughs> yeah. All right, nigga. That's a that's a side right there, man. I whatever. We'll make a clip anyway. Going down on that fucking list with us about Raditz and goddamn Gohan, man. But all of that shit to say, I'm super excited to go down this fucking fatherhood journey, man. I'm super excited to be podcasting and fucking making content in the process of doing so, so that I can share with you guys my experience, so you guys can get to know my new family and shit like that to a degree, right? I gotta keep a level of mystique, a level of mysterioso if you will. But again, thank you so much for clicking on this link today. Thank you so much for joining the podcast with us and me, my brother. Speaking of my brother, yo, you got anything you want to say to the people close? Absolutely nothing. Just make sure, you know what I mean? I'm about to be gone for the next month or so. So uh, if you see this nigga on another podcast, doing anything else like that, make sure you support his fucking face. Make sure you support the brand. Uh, We got big shit coming on the way. Um, Things that I need to work on the second I get back. And uh, yeah, it's really big shit, man. Y'all, y'all check indeed, it out. Indeed, indeed. Like he said, we got huge things going on while my brother's out. I'm going to be doing guest spots. I'm going to be doing an entire another podcast that you guys aren't going to see for a good little while. But, you know, shout out to them. Shout out to Black and Culture. You're amazing. I'm so excited to get this uh, new journey with you. A little promo, a little side thing. You know, we got shit in the works. On top of that, guys, you know, we're still making YouTube content. There will be streams in the month of March. There will be streams in the month of March. I will be getting on you guys to let you know about all the new up and coming shit that we're doing. Again, we love you. Thank you so much for being here at the pod. It's the well-spoken token and I'm out. (laughs) 